Hi, everyone. I'm sending such a big virtual hug to all of our listeners. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Staying Conscious Podcast with Meg and Allie. We are li- I'm live with Allie right now on Zoom. Hi, Allie. Yeah, we are Zooming it up, you know. The new um, FaceTime, the new in-person contact is Zoom. This is as, as close as we can get. How are you? How is everything? I am doing all right here. Um, you know, things have changed a lot over the past couple weeks, but just getting by and learning new ways to do things and just learning to um, cope in different ways. And one of my favorite things that our teacher says is well-adjusted people are willing to readjust. Absolutely. Speaking of our teacher, mentor, someone we call mom at the studio, we are so excited to bring you guys this episode. We felt like it was just perfect timing. Listening back to it today, it just brought back so many feelings for me. Today, Josie Schweitzer interviewed us on the podcast and she dove into Allison and I and why we started it, what the, you know, how we came up with the title, all of the things. So the roles were flipped and it was so fun. Yeah. We got to experience what it's like to be a (laughs) podcast guest. So it was much different for us. Um, but I would say that I absolutely loved it and I loved listening back to this episode, especially right now when times are just kind of uncertain and you might be questioning like what's this all for and what's the point and why do I show up and do these things that I do? Um, At least for me, it was really helpful to listen back and be like, oh yeah, like this is my why and just really reconnect and um reaffirm why I do what I do and maybe even allow me to reevaluate certain things that are happening in my life and what do I want to take with me and how do I want to live my life um, when quarantine is over. Um, Obviously, normal will never be the same. It never is. It's always changing. Um, but what will the new normal look like? And so this podcast and listening back to it really allowed me to connect with my why and where I want to, um, focus my energy and my effort here on out. Absolutely. It has definitely been a intense few weeks for Eric and I. Um, he actually tested positive. So things have looked very different. We are both healthy now and feeling very good and back to normal. So I appreciate everyone's thoughts and prayers, but things have looked different. So listening back to this podcast, remembering my why some days have been easier than others. And coming back to my center is something that I've been repeating over and over again. And Josie talks a lot about that in this interview. And so listening back to it really brought a lot of insight for me on things that I can continue to do to best nourish myself and show up for myself during these crazy times. Yeah. And, um, listening back was also very eye opening that I can be a little hard on myself. Um, (laughs) and I know there's probably a lot of people out there right now who can resonate with that. And you might be a little hard on yourself right now thinking that like you might have a little extra time 
if you're quarantined at home and you're, you think you should be productive or be doing something. And I just want to, um, bring awareness to that, that this is a heavy time and don't should all over yourself. Um, take care of yourself in the best way that you know how. And, um, if this is a time for you to be creative, then embrace that. Um, and it might be Meg and I were talking about just before this, um, it's a moment to moment thing. Sometimes, Absolutely. um, in the same day, <laughs> you'll feel one moment that you are on top of the world, ready to create. And maybe an hour later you are in the lowest of your lows and you cannot do anything but lie on the couch and watch, um, shit's Creek, you know, it's happening um, over here for sure. And just this idea of <laughs> radical acceptance, right? I'm accepting myself every moment of every day and being patient. And we're just in this together. And I think what a beautiful interview. I think you guys will absolutely love this conversation. She's a great interviewer and she is person in general, which is great for, um, she actually started her own podcast again. She had one previously and she just started a new podcast. So we'll link everything in the show notes below that we've talked about today, but, um, we will not hold you guys any longer. Um, without further ado, here's the podcast. Enjoy. Well, welcome to your podcast girls. (laughs) Um, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, this yes. is kind of cool. The table's Thank you for turned. having me. I guess I'll introduce myself, and this is kind yeah. of awkward, but I'm going to do it. So yeah. I am Josie Schweitzer. We know each other because of yoga. Yeah. yeah. Um, the space. The space. And probably before that, but that's where it kind of all comes together for this scenario. Um, so I want to start with both of you guys, and I'll just ask, and you guys can, whoever talks first. I want to know, Megan and Allison, how did this idea come about? Like the name of the podcast, your why? Let's hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We have like the funniest story of, (laughs) we'll start with podcast names because it's just (laughs) funny. So our first name that we came up with, our thing was like, we want to be like conscious and curious. So like about different people, different topics, yeah. everything. So we were like, oh, curious. And we're like two girls. So two curious girls <laughs> was our oh, that it? first that was name. It? And um, we legit were like that's probably naive as fuck. Well, when you Google that, there's a lot of. Um, okay, now I get it. Yeah. yeah. Now I get it. A lot it. of pornography. <laughs> Eric was like, excuse me, you want to name it what? We were like, oh my gosh, this is what this we think is great. it should be. We're brilliant. And everyone yeah. that we told was like, um. <laughs> That's hilarious. Think about that for a second. So yeah. then we shifted from two curious girls to staying conscious because it felt um, less provocative. Yeah. yeah. And on the same kind of Well, idea. conscious and curious. Yeah. I think it takes curiosity to be conscious. Um, oh, <laughs> that was deep. That was good. That was good. Um, yeah, like I think that what brought us to this place of wanting to be more conscious started with our curiosity of like what we're doing here in this world and where we're going and what our future is going to look like. And 
I think that the curiosity is what drove us to start the podcast. And then it was like, well, the reason we're curious or like, I guess maybe like the curiosity allowed us to like find more consciousness of like just really understanding ourselves better mm-hmm. and maybe understanding, um, I don't know. Stepping the world into like know. who we yeah. are. Yeah. So it's funny. We talk about Saturn return a lot on here even. And I kind of was like in the thick of it right when we started this, where I was like craving, um, knowing myself in a deeper level that I had never wanted or needed before, but suddenly something inside of me flipped on and I was like, I need, I need something about, like, I need to know about myself more. And I think Allison was in a similar place. I think we were at a coffee shop talking about a podcast, which we did weekly. That was kind of our date. We would go to a coffee shop a certain day of the week, like that morning. And we would talk about like the podcast episodes that we've been listening to. What's one of your favorite ones? Um, or what was at the time? Armchair Expert. The armchair I think Expert got is us. what, yeah, is, was our inspiration for like, oh, we can just have, because I think that was another thing too, that we were having conversations at work with people who were curious and maybe a little more conscious mm-hmm. than most. And we were like, not doing work because we were having <laughs> conversations. So we were like, okay, we need to find a different platform that we can, mm. that will allow us to do this without taking over work time. Um, so we started like being curious about who we could interview and what and, that would even look and like. And Dax Shepard yeah. was definitely an expander in a way of like, this person is asking celebrities who are like, they're allowed to like go deep and like talk about things that I don't know. They're allowed to talk about their like addictions and their drug abuse and their hard past and all of these things. Cause like, it's like, that's what Hollywood is, right? Like sex, drug and rock and roll. Like it's just food normal sex, for them. Money, water. Yeah. Food, <laughs> sex, money, water. Um, but like for people who, for us, we're in the medical field. Like people don't talk about their struggles of sex, drugs, money like yeah it's all taboo to talk about well I was going to say this because originally you guys were just going to talk to people in the medical field right we started out with just medical field because yeah. that, that was in easy they said yeah. yes right away we felt comfortable asking them questions and now it's kind of branched I think we definitely still interview medical people but now it's branched into like expanders that we've met in Columbus from all over different fields I like how you say expanders and not like influencers <laughs> You guys have coined the term expanders because of the, well, the human design. Lacey, is that right? Lacey Phillips um, is like a manifester. Um, yeah. And she she talks a lot about manifestation and looking for expanders. So she's the person that I found that term from. Yeah. Um, so expanders. Is expander something in the human design or did I just make that up? Uh, it sounds I like think, it. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, I think those... I don't know, because the expander is like someone who, an expander is someone who's doing something that like you, maybe not that you want to do, but that could be like an easy way to explain it is like, Mm. if you see someone out in the world doing what you want to be doing, our brain, the way that it works is like, you have to see it to believe it sometimes. And that's especially for me, like I have to see that it's possible in order to believe that like I can do it. Um, at least to get started. And then it's like, oh, once I've gotten started in that, 
my creativity will then begin to pick up and be like, oh, then I'll like be able to see like broader than like mm-hmm. broaden my horizons of what is possible. And so that is where I've found the term like expander is someone who's doing something or has. And I, I was having a conversation the other day with a friend that we were talking about like the reason we see things in people is because we like have them in ourselves. So like the Mm. great things that you see in people, like you have them inside you, you just have to like pull them out. You just have to like actually embrace those things and not be afraid to show them to the world. Was it Nikki? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You knew that right off the bat, didn't you? Yeah, I sure did. I want to, that's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it kind of like the the word kind of is just like, oh, yeah, expanding. That's beautiful. They're expanding your mind that other things are possible. And now you guys are doing that with people. Yeah. With so many people because of this (laughs) podcast. And it's been really cool for me to see it grow um, in such a short amount of time. Yeah. So... I love it. I'm going to start asking you guys questions. Okay. Um, I want to ask this to Megan first. What have you been curious about lately? What ha- top one thing? Because I'm sure there's like 10. You know me very well. We'll just keep it super simple. And we kind of decided where we're going. I don't know if I'm ready to fully share it yet, where Eric and I are moving. But we've decided. So I'm curious about what the next coming months are going to look like. Are you sure you don't want to just put it out there so that it makes it real? In the yeah, universe? because of like contracts oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, I stuff. Get it. Just tell me after. I will tell you okay. after. <laughs> um, I will shout it to the rooftops once everything is yeah, final and I like in writing. But it's been cool to experience making a big decision like this together. And so like moving through this together has been really cool for our relationship so I'm curious at like how we can Mm. we talk about you know we'll talk about getting a house and like all the things after that so I'm curious at how we do that and excited um I can see the excitement in Megan's eyes right now (laughs) like literally there's like a twinkle in your eyes and it makes me really happy the whole process is cool and we've been talking about this moment for five years so it's cool to like see it happen so naturally and eat like organically that I couldn't have even imagined it happening better. So yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. Um, <laughs> I already know this about Allison. She's like, shit. <laughs> I know what you know am I gonna so say? Well. Because she has like a million things because she's one of the most curious people I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life, which so is true. amazing. Um, and let's just spit it out I before know, you have too much time to think. Out before I... Um, Man, I like thought about this all day and there are like 10 things I was going to talk about. (laughs) I'm really curious about, I've been listening to some like research podcasts, like people talking about research and being in the medical field. um, I can be like very scientific minded and I'm just so curious how like we are living off of advice from research from like years ago from whatever health experts say like you know doctors used to like smoke in the OR and like like the people that we're getting our advice from from what we do on a daily basis it's like 
really strange to me how people can be doing research right now and finding things out, but we won't hear about it for years. And it's like... It's like 17 years, huh. I think, right? From mm. time of like inception of yeah. an idea yeah. to the time that it actually is implemented, I think into practice is yeah, like it's a 17. Yeah, it's insane. That, that's the last that I've remember yeah. learning in school. So I have a question. Does that make you guys rethink being in your field or does it make you rethink the way you're doing it? It makes me rethink the way that I'm doing it. I think I've definitely rethought my field for the last <laughs> five years. Yeah. Um, honestly, from well, don't let it go to 17. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No. From the time I became a nurse, um, I was working in oncology and just watching people die from cancer. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to like prevent cancer at all costs mm. and went to the extremes of every possible way. Um, and I've seen the medical field and how it's shifted and evolved over the years. And I don't know that it's the best, most efficient way all the time. Um, and so that's why I've sought out things like, um, we just interviewed a naturopathic doctor. Mm. And so like talking about naturopathic things and talking about Ayurveda and yoga and other ways that you can heal your body or even, I think everyone needs healing, but I think preventative care was like what really got me excited. Mm. And I was like, why isn't healthcare doing more to prevent disease yeah. instead yeah. of just treating it? But we make so much money off of treating disease. So yeah, it's just like, my mind is constantly just like, I don't know, I feel like going in circles around like, oh my gosh, there's all this research, but like, we're well, on one end, you guys are helping people because we need that side of yes. Yeah. Absolutely. The medical field, right? Like there needs to be everything. So mm -hmm. that's why it's like a struggle. It's like, well. It is. It's yeah. a struggle for me too, I think, because I can, I see what my husband does, right? And so like he's making a huge difference. Um, what does he do? He's a surgeon. Yeah. So what he, kind of a surgeon? he is a ear, nose, and throat surgeon. Technically, it's otolaryngology is the fancy word for it, but typically people don't know what that means. So ear, nose, and throat. So he's in his last year of residency. Um, so watching him go through the process of medical school, we started dating when he was his second year of medical school. So watching that whole process and into res residency, it's almost like I have the side that I can understand he is making a difference and doing what he feels called to do and also fundamentally disagree with some of the stuff that I'm doing where I'm working. So it's this very weird balance of trying to figure out what I believe now and what I really want to do. I enjoy being a nurse some days. I will say that, like you said, helping people is gratifying for me. Being around people and positively affecting them, their day is gratifying for me. I don't know if I'm in the right, I need to find my niche, I think, a little bit more than where I am now. Well, 
I have to bring it back to the practice, right? Because <laughs> this is how we know each other. Yeah. So yeah. just to give the audience a little heads up, mm. I was on a podcast episode. I yeah. don't know which one it was. Season guys, one. Season I don't know one the number episode, but it was season one. Yeah, we can look it up. It's that's okay. One of the people episodes. care enough, they can look <laughs> it up. But the reason we know each other is because you guys both did a teacher training with me, um, which seems crazy. It seems like it so seem long crazy. ago. Uh, it but was, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it's coming up on a year that we finished for me, um, April. And we fit, my, mine finished in December, yeah. That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> so I want to know kind of, because I know a lot has shifted since seeing you guys start teacher training mm. and seeing you finish teacher training and where you've gone since then. Like what, how do you find like the middle? How do you find the center? How do you mm. find the moment? Like what keeps bringing you back to like you where you're at in the middle of your circumstances? Yeah. So for me, I'm like, I feel like I'm in a very transitional period that is felt very high stress recently. Mm -hmm. And it really is like finding these daily practices that I do um, that are consistent and allow me to like come back to myself. Um, do you find that you like, did you just start doing these or have, have you been doing them for a while? No. So, and they ebb and flow of which practices I do. Yeah. Um, I, different rituals of meditation. Sometimes I will make sure that I meditate first thing when I wake up every morning. And for a while it was doing that. And these rituals like really started when I was in teacher training. Yeah. So I was doing, we had to do a daily practice and allowing myself to come back to my mat was what helped me find center again. For sure. And it's like frustrating to me that it's another thing I'm curious about. Mm. Um, <laughs> the self-sabotage behavior of you know what's good for you and, and I say like good for you with quotes, but you know what will bring you back to center mm. and you avoid it. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Um, it's like the first thing to go and it's the first thing in the back of my or like the first thing in my head every day I'm like oh I need to do this but like oh I'm gonna like sit and drink my coffee and like just enjoy this and then like oh I checked social media and then I you know went well, to I'm work gonna, I'm gonna riff on this because yeah. mm. lately like I was like a podcast head for a while mm. like I was just like oh my god I gotta listen I gotta listen I was like I am like listening to too many Things. thoughts from other people mm. yeah so I make it a point now to like I don't listen to podcasts in the morning I don't want other people's thoughts in my head before mm. I have my own so I had to really like and I have to keep ironing out like my quote-unquote rituals and my practices yeah. and it's so easy to just be like listening to stuff that you know is good for you but at the same time it's like are you doing anything with it yeah, yeah. so that's you like putting the, it to practice the fine for line sure. of like yeah what am I doing like mm. yeah I listen to all these podcasts and I'm informing myself and I'm reading and I'm doing this and this it's is like why I, I had to stop you're keeping myself. busy yeah it's like, like thinking mm -hmm. that you're like being productive because you're busy right yeah. like physically yeah mm. and everything for us you and I are both generators if anyone knows what human design is so like we feel success through the doing like mm. through doing work and so 
by us like physically doing something, yeah. we feel productive. <laughs> like I would rather that's so funny. go run 13 miles mm -hmm. than face some shit sometimes and yeah. that's why I you know was yeah. drawn to like being a runner so it's like interesting because in these past few years I've really been able to like step back and like call myself out on my shit can I cuss on here yeah absolutely okay. uh and so and it's but it's like a con it's a practice mm -hmm. you know it's like mm -hmm. oh I figured it out it's yeah. like you can see yourself falling back into those traps yeah where you can say it looks like oh yeah I'm doing it but really it's like wait am I you know mm -hmm. so it's cool for me because, like, you know, you guys have a podcast and that's something people listen to. So it's like, I'll go to Megan first and I'll come back to this. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, what do you hope people get out of it? Like, just to mm -hmm. sit there and listen? Or what do you hope that they, like, put into action from listening to a podcast? When should they listen? You know, yeah. like, yeah. all that stuff. Like, do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's not what you do, it's how you do how it. You do it. Um, what, I have something to what, say on both of those. Yeah, what brings you back to the middle? So, to yeah, I was going to say that first. So I am a little bit different and where, like, I feel most comfortable, like, alone. And it's similar to what you said in the morning, how you don't want to hear other people's thoughts. I, like, can't even turn my phone off of airplane mode until I'm literally about to get ready for work mm -hmm. because I need to center myself. And when I'm feeling crazy when my schedule's crazy the one thing that gets me centered is being alone whether that's journaling alone whether that with no music whether that's doing a practice whether that's literally a forward fold for like 10 minutes whether that's meditating I feel best when I'm clear with myself and my own feelings so then I can help I can show up for other people so I guess what I would want people to get from our podcast and what has all we've Allison and I talk about our intention before we do any podcast because we want to be clear what is the point? I don't want this to just be a random conversation. I of course we love laughing, making jokes. It doesn't need to be deep, but I also want it to have an intention behind it because I think people hear that when they're listening. So whether we're talking to a naturopathic physician who's educating us on hormone health or whether we're talking to a physician at Nationwide who operates on children, I think people will get out of it what they need, right? Mm -hmm. When you come up, when you listen, when you turn it on, you get from it what you need. So yeah. I think us putting an intention behind it of like how we want to show up for this person and how we want to like ask these person questions and get their feedback. It's not the same every time, but I think people will get out of it what they need. Yeah. For me personally, I used to, I still do this. I do it less frequently. Um, I live alone and I listen to podcasts as soon as I wake up. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, like literally I'm still in bed and I turn it on. <laughs> Yeah. And that's what like gets me up and gets me going because I, for me, I crave connection mm. and I feel like I'm connecting to people and I'm in the same room as them having this conversation. And so Katie Daubout was the podcast. Um, she created a course that we did that taught us how to start a podcast. And she talked about why she started a podcast and she's like, I was lonely. And for me to have the opportunity to be in people's ears and help them feel less alone is like huge. I love this. Mm. Can I just say something for a second? Because <laughs> yeah. I, this is why like I wanted to talk about this because 
what works for me is not going to work for everybody. And like, just like you guys, like you have something different, you have something Mm. different and it's beautiful to like, know. you're like, Mm -hmm. no, I need connection. I need to hear somebody's voice in the morning. Yeah. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, it's so great because it's not a linear path. Like there's so many ways to do it. And I think it's easy to get stuck in like the, oh, I heard this podcast. So I'm just going to like listen to what they have to say. For me, it's more just like gaining more insight. For like sure, yeah. Knowing that everybody's so different, but mm. connected at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like knowing that your opinion can change. Knowing that if I hear another podcast, I can think another thought. You know, yeah. like change an old habit. Sure. So Staying curious about everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Staying conscious. Staying conscious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So that's yeah. I hope that people. Um, for me, like getting the feedback from our listeners who we interview a lot of people who are local to Columbus because that's where we are and we really love doing in-person interviews. We want to like branch out someday, but to hear people sharing that they supported local businesses is so inspiring to me. Mm -hmm. And building this network that literally I was at service bar last weekend at the bar and someone tagged me in their post saying that they were eating the service bar burger and I looked over and she's sitting right next to me oh my gosh and she's like oh my gosh I was just messaging you that I'm here like I'm having this burger because we heard it on your podcast and we heard that you loved it and that's crazy like we get something that's amazing it like makes our day yeah like that's so cool that's phenomenal to me like someone so they tagged the podcast yeah yeah or like people shopping at the butcher <laughs> and grocer it. for their meats or I don't know. It's, it's just cool. Yeah, we've had a lot of people this. say like, oh, I didn't even know that there was a local meat guy here yeah. in Grandview. And it's so I think it's cool that we're mm. able to spread awareness to local businesses here in Columbus because I want to support more locally and I want people to see that it's it's possible to like find and support local business because I think sometimes people get caught up. Well, it's like it's easier to just like buy from Amazon or oh for sure Mm -hmm. yeah and so consciousness just doesn't have to be like all this deep stuff it Mm. can be like oh how am I consciously spending my money how am I consciously like recycling or taking care of the planet like those type of things too it's not just um like it's waking up and being like oh I want to be like for the world too like I'm not just here to like be for myself I love it yeah Mm -hmm. Okay, going on this word practice, right? Because mm. as we know, it's like it starts on the mat mm. because it's like, oh, that just makes sense. And so you go to your mat and you say that you're practicing yoga, but then after a while you're like, wait, I'm always practicing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> so how has this become a practice for you guys? How has the podcast become somewhat of a practice for you? It's taken a while to get into the groove that I think we're in now. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah. Um, we were just figuring it out as we went, literally Googling how to edit. We did take the course, but then again, like working all of these systems took time. So we were kind of like fumbling through it, but being, sometimes she would cheer me on, sometimes I would cheer her on. Like we needed each other for sure yeah. throughout this process. I think now it's gotten to a place where we feel confident we each bring something valuable to the team. I have my rituals when it comes to editing. I sit down, I have like I have a ritual with that to the point where it's almost like therapeutic for me. I enjoy doing it. Do you approach it like it's a yoga practice or like it's a 
yeah, I like sit in the same chair. I sit in the same way. I like have a hot, like I am like conscious of what I'm doing. I'm paying attention. I'm not doing anything else. I'm like giving it all of my energy because I know you can tell when you listen back if I'm half-assing it, right? So yeah, yeah, I'm... I think she's just figuring out that she's actually (laughs) practicing. I don't know. I just think it's so cool to hear that because really it is like it's a ritual. Yeah, it's a ritual. It's like the way you approach one thing is the way you approach everything. And it's just when you're passionate about something, like you're passionate about this and it's clear that you guys are, it's cool that it's become like another practice. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And it gives you a huge insight. For me, um, I want people to know that like, this is hard. <laughs> oh, it's not easy? <laughs> um, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. You know, some weeks I'm like flailing and I yeah. have a lot of things that I want to do. And as a generator, I have the energy to do it. But I don't have the energy when it comes to like doing things that don't light me up. And it's hard finding the balance for me of expending energy at work when I would rather be doing other things. And so it's not easy to like go after your passions and your dreams while you still have to like make a living and live your life. Um, So for me, it's been really eye-opening on the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Mm. And sometimes there's like (laughs) weeks that I'm like, well shit, I haven't prepared, I haven't done this well, and I'm not showing up well. Mm. And uh, I don't like to admit that because I like to be, I like things to look perfect, you know? Um, Ah, Look perfect. But it's definitely been a challenge for me to try to do all the things that I want to do. So how do you, how do you then like, treat yourself in a way that's like you're not beating yourself up because you didn't prepare enough and because because I mean at the end of the day I feel like you could always say you didn't prepare enough right yeah because you know Mm -hmm. yeah I consider myself I don't know I hate that word perfectionist I don't really think that that's the thing it's just that like I get obsessed about things right and I can like be like oh well this could be better and this could be better but it's like it's like uh, sequencing. It's planning your classes. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? You could spend a year planning one class <laughs> or you could just plan a class mm-hmm. and then teach it and then and refine learn. it and yeah. then let it go and then do yeah. another one. It's the same thing with podcasting. Yeah. That's, been hard. We've, that's been a hard lesson for both of us. I literally have cried so many times over making the sound as good as it can be. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot um, that goes into the podcast of what we do behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, but which isn't always our favorite part, right? So there are parts about yoga mm-hmm. that aren't my favorite parts. Which part? Tell me one. <laughs> <laughs> the and it's hmm, it's interesting, like the things that I probably find the most difficult is that. I want to be perfect, right? And not even perfect. It's like, I want to be really, really good at something, but it takes a while to get there. And that's what I loved about hearing Megan say that. Like, it's an insight again, like, oh, this took us time to build this. This took us time to get here. And it's the same with yoga that like, I have places I want to be in yoga. I want to be better than I am. 
but, but what does that it takes mean though? Time. What does it mean to be better at mm. yoga? What do you? Because um, that could mean a lot of things. Well, for me, it's yeah, it could mean a lot of things. Um, so showing up better and being, explain that more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like mentally or. No, like making the time for it. Mm. I think it's making the time um, because I want to do, I have these like goals of doing a home practice every single day. And I know that I have the time and it's like, why do I make the excuses for not showing up? And that's where it comes back to that is, yeah, how do I like, how do I get it all done? <laughs> yeah. I think so because, you know, a home practice can mean a lot of different things, yeah. right? So I think it's interesting that we're talking about how the podcast is kind of a practice. It's like maybe right now that is your practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it yeah. totally can be. And I know that it's like not the same as a physical mm -hmm. asana on your mat, but it's, you know, it's like if you do a meditation and your mind is like not really in it, and whatever, you're not going to get the same benefits if you're like doing kundalini yoga, right? If you're mm. doing some kind of Kriya, and I know now I'm just talking and people aren't going to know what I'm talking about, but there's, you know, it's the mindset. So like when you go to work and you're just pissed off and you're an asshole, like it's not going to be the same experience for everybody than if you were like, okay, I'm just going to like, sure. I'm here, I'm dropping in, this is where I'm at, I have to just show up. You know, it's like the same thing with everything that we do. So I just think it's interesting, like, how can we not beat ourselves up? Because this is something I'm, I see in a lot of people, right? I mm -hmm. work with a lot of teachers. I work with a lot of teachers that don't practice at home. Yeah. But then it's like, well, what, what are you trying to have your practice look like? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, I think it's been really linear for a long time what people think a home practice needs to be. Mm -hmm. I think it needs to be attainable and um, I think you need to just do it. <laughs> but yeah. maybe like for a little bit, you just say, this is my practice, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like me showing up to this podcast right now and the way that I'm giving it my all because it's the season I'm in right now, I'm going to do that, you know, and like give yourself a boundary on it. And I'm just kind of I riffing, like that. No, I like but that. It's then it's like you're not looking at everything like, oh, I failed here because I didn't do this. It's like, well, you're actually like doing a lot and you're doing something that you really can let be your anchor and let it be your coming back to the middle and dropping in and like actually being in that moment. Mm. Yeah, that resonates with me because when I'm in a state of mind where I'm grateful for being able to edit the podcast and I'm grateful for people listening it is a different experience mm -hmm. than when I'm like, shit, we got to release this in 12 hours. I have to finish editing. You know what I mean? Like there's a di very different um, mindset. So maybe treating it, I don't know, like a practice. I like that. I like that. What do you think? Yeah. I can't wait to have you answer this question. <laughs> well, because I just, I know that like how hard it can be to try to fit everything in, yeah. especially when this is like kind of quote unquote a side hustle for you guys, you know? Yeah. And like, it's a lot to take on. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that like this forever is like, you know, no. I'm just saying that it could be thought of more as just, you know, one mm -hmm. of your practices that brings you back. Yeah. 
I think for me where I struggled the most is I spent a lot of time being disembodied. Mm -hmm. And that term, as I'm saying it, I feel it can mean a lot of things. Um, but for me, it was actually like physically being in my body. Yeah. Um, and I spent a lot of time like beating myself up in my workouts. Um, and to find a practice that allows me to be in my body, I crave that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, clearly I believe in the practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I get it a hundred percent. Yeah. And it's like, so when I'm not, I think that that's my answer of like how I come back to center is like getting back into my body. And it makes sense as a generator and people are going to be like, what is human design? Well, look, we have an episode Uh, on it about three episodes ago. It's helping me to like really understand myself better. But like being a generator, like you have this sacral energy. And so like being in my body makes a lot of sense to me. And um, it's like having that asana mm-hmm. and being embodied that way. I need it, but now it can't just be that. I can't just have that now that I'm more conscious to yeah. a different way. And so it's not only being in my body, but it's allowing my mind to connect to my body and then adding in the breath. So it's the mind body breath connection and I'm still figuring out the breath part um, mm-hmm. a lot. But yeah, so it's it's like I know that I will come back to center when I am embodying myself more. And it's like, how do I find that balance of doing the work and doing the podcast and still finding time to like embody? Yeah. But I get what you're saying, though, like embodying a practice also can be these other rituals that you're doing every day in a mindful way. So it's like the little things that you're doing every day that you like we brush our teeth every day Um, and I make coffee every single day. And it's like, can I be more present in those rituals to connect my mind body and breath in those moments and allow myself to check in in those moments as well. Yeah, totally. I I just had to think about this a lot like years ago, probably like five or six years ago. One of my friends that I was good friends with growing up, um, she got in a car accident and like couldn't like broke like every bone in Mm. her body. And so it really tripped me up because a, I was like, it was so awful. Yeah, It was just crazy. Mm. Like, but she came back and she's almost made like a full recovery. But in that moment, I was just really questioning, like, wait, I am so reliant on the physicality of my practice, and what if the physicality is taken away from me? What am I, what is my actual Mm. practice? Like, I had to really rethink my idea of what the practice was, and right now I'm able in my body to do this physical asana that works so well for me, and I believe in it so much, and it's amazing. But then on the other hand, it's like, this is why I love Katona Yoga, just dropping that down there. Um, because it's given me this other place to travel. And I, and I know that this is the same thing you guys agree with. Like, the theory behind it is, mm. the, yeah. is the true, like, 
bones of it, right? Like mm. the guts of like the practice is like this theory that is behind Katona where you can travel literally the terrain of your body with your mind, right? So it forces you to use your mind, but it's simple as magic squaring your foot, like putting your foot on the ground and with your mind going to the back in the center of your heel mm -hmm. and going forward to the big toe ball mount. And even if you couldn't, you know, actually use your foot because you're paralyzed or whatever it is, it's like you could think it, right? Yeah. So that yeah. you're in your body in a way that like you didn't know you could be. Yeah. And that's just why I question that sometimes because it's like what does the practice actually mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting esoteric. Yeah, I um, love that. Though. But that always happens. So that's just, you know, it's just like something for me. I always go back to that, like, what if, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, how can I always come back to my myself as a whole without having to rely on certain things that might be taken away? Because yeah. like our body isn't going to last forever in the way that it does right now. But our mind, and this is why Naveen is amazing, because it's, yeah. it's like the last thing you want to do in life is lose your mind. So... Yeah. It's just interesting. It is interesting. I think since training, that's one of the things that I've taken from it that's been so impactful is the theory behind it and knowing and feeling like a safety in my body that I didn't know I needed or had inside me all along. This internal like, oh yeah, like I can travel, you know, kind of getting into my head, but also moving in a way that feels very nourishing. I want to know, Allison, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's the drive for the... Mm, the way that I say it, I have judgment on, but I, I'm going to say it anyways. Um, for my future self... Mm. Um, and what, who is your future self yeah there's a lot to say for like living in the present and living in the now and I want to I want to embody that and, and enjoy the process because there is no like final destination um, but my future self is doing the things that I love every single day and more of them. So being able to podcast more often, teach yoga more often, yeah. do yoga more often in my body, being able to do the things that really light me up, and I do them now. For um, sure. And I just think that I have such a drive to like continue to better myself every single day and it's like my greatest weakness and my greatest strength yeah. you know it's what gets me out it's of like bed how can I be better yeah. yeah how can I be better every single day in every single way like every like everything yeah and that's what keeps me going um and I think finding middle for me is being able to find that space where it's like, it's okay to want to be better, mm. but it's also okay to know that everything is just fine the way that it is now. Oh, for sure. Or appreciate that everything that you've gone through has built you up to this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you had like one post-it note on your mirror, and I don't know if you actually do this. She does. She has ah, so many. Why did I know she that? She has so many. <laughs> I love, I love that. it. Yeah. What would the one be? What do you have to see every morning when you like wake up? What oh, is the one thing? That's a good question. I just know you guys really well. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. I have all the things that you've like, like my, I have my teacher trainer notes from like, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Um, that one's I'm, such a good one. It's such That's a good one. One of my favorites. I yeah. repeat that. Yeah. A lot. I have to repeat it to myself multiple times a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, is that how you want to show <laughs> up that? to this? Yes. <laughs> the one, I don't know why this one's like pointing, sticking out to me right now, but I have one from a book and her name is like blanking me. Um, but it says I'm human as fuck. And like, oh, just remembering that. Yeah. that like I am human. That just made me breathe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm human as fuck. You know? So you really do have like seven posted. Oh, she does. And they're now all tell colors. me this. <laughs> Are there any that you like take down when you have like a date over or anything like this? <laughs> or is it just like there for the world to see? Yeah. So they used to be all over my bathroom mirror. Um, but now they're on the inside of my bathroom mirror. Oh, okay. Like I have like a vanity like that. thing that closes. And then in my hallway, I have like a full body mirror. And that one has four post-its that always stay there. Okay. And those are the ones from teacher training. And Aww, yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then I have like one next to my bed that has the four agreements mm. on it. And I think the four agreements are huge to live by. So assume good intent or... Don't make assumptions, sorry. Don't make assumptions. Be impeccable with your word. Always do your best. The most and important one. The most important one. Why am I forgetting it? Um, don't take anything personally. Don't take yeah. it, oh dear. No, they're all, I mean, they're all the I've same, been, but so yeah. different, yeah. and also they're yeah. all important. Yeah. Yes. I love that book. I've started that oh, again. Oh, it's so good. I know. It's such an easy read. It's such an easy read. and. I think Allison said this, she'll listen to, I think that's the one you listen to, correct? Mm -hmm. And so she'll listen to different chapters when she feels like she needs a yeah. little reminder it's or a refresher. So I've been doing that where I'm like, I've been making a shit ton of assumptions, so I'm going to read that chapter again. Yeah. And even just like saying that out loud, like, <laughs> you know, don't like never assume, you know, it's, yeah. it's so simple. It's like, it's oh so yeah, simple. okay, okay. Yeah. But it's one of those books you can pick up every day and like right. get something different out of it. Yeah. I function very different than Allison. So I don't have this like internal energy at all. So I'm a projector <laughs> as far as human design goes. So I am very like in my head. I feed off of other people's energy. So it's so funny to hear her like explain what gets her out of bed because it's like very different than what gets me out of well, bed. I can't wait to hear. What is it? So I... I enjoy, how do I want to put this? So I don't wake up with this like amazing amount of energy. It's almost like I wake up with um, a feeling of like potential type of thing, but there's not this restraint where I feel like, oh, I have to get everything done. Um, I have to like push myself. I have to get off my ass. So I literally, I you told me to start doing this in training. It was like <laughs> stomp your feet on the frigging ground and like get at it. And so it's almost like I have to amp myself up in a way to like get the day started. And then I just have to like sit 
and be completely silent. And then I like, I think about the connections that I want for that day, like the, how I want to show up and how I want to be. And lately it's been interesting to not let that change by who I'm around. And so to be, for me lately, it's been like, how can I show up the most authentic version of Megan without feeling like I need to either turn it down or turn it up, depending on who I'm with. So it's funny because I don't wake up with this like inherent energy and I go to bed completely exhausted and just wanting to be alone. So it's been cool for our relationship, I think, learning this tool and how we can notice the differences in each other. And she is literally the best, like, she drives me sometimes when I do not think I have any energy and she like makes me in the most loving way, like get shit done. And I know I calm the F out of her when she's on when a I tangent. You guys compliment each other so well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just been interesting. Like I love hearing how she explains her energy because I'm like, yeah, girl, you got it. Like realize how amazing that is because I don't have it. <laughs> But also understanding that we struggle with our own things. Sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm lazy and I need to do things. So it's, we all have, I think, struggles, but learning more about ourselves and our strengths, I think, has helped grow this podcast even more. And I think that's why in this second season, we've been killing it because we feel we're in a groove. We feel confident with what we're doing and we just like want to keep growing it. Okay. I love that you just said that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you are. And it's easy just to dumb it down, you know? Mm. Like, oh, you know, it's like, like, you're like, no, we've been killing it. Yeah. So I think that that's amazing I mean, that we have you goals, guys. But it's well, yeah, not, but I mean, it's amazing that you feel that. And that's yeah. going to, like, keep you going. That momentum underneath you, like, it's going to keep you guys figuring it out yeah. when you move and you're not around each other as much. Yeah. You know, where does it go from there? My favorite thing that um, Sean Aker wrote this book about happiness and he says to write down each day three things that you're grateful for and they have to be three different things. Well, my fourth thing every single day is endless possibilities Mm. and I love writing that down every day, especially first thing in the morning and that's what I love about mornings is I feel this excitement that literally anything could happen in the day. <laughs> is this a generator thing? That. Because I love mornings so, too. It, it, <laughs> I think it is. I don't know. Go on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start writing those. So every day it has to be three different things. Three different things. The day before. Yeah. And the, okay. his, his theory behind that is that we're so stuck in this like negative mindset. Mm. So what creates happiness is this process of creating new neural pathways by forcing your brain every single day to think about three positive things makes your brain have to go back through your previous day and pick up every single thing that's positive. Yeah. And so then like, especially people who are in the medical field or people who, I mean, even as yoga teachers, like you're, you're not trained to like point out the negatives but like you're looking for people that you can help like adjust and maybe like 
get in a pose a little bit better. For medical field, it's like you are, you're hmm. looking constantly for the problem. You're not looking for what's going right. You're like, well, what's going wrong and let me fix it. It's this like negative feedback loop he talks about and it's a survival technique, right? Like we're, the, the negative thoughts stay in our brain more than the positive. Oh, sure. So like thinking about something positive, I've actually been recording it mm-hmm. because I don't know why I've loved like listening back to yeah. them. So I've been recording it and yeah, it's funny. Like some days you have to like really think about positive things because all that can come up is negative, but it gets easier, right? So like the more that you do it, the more you're like, oh wow, like the, you, the sky is more beautiful today. Like it sounds silly, but that works. Like you're, you're programming yeah. yourself to recognize and be more, for me, it's been gratitude. So like grateful for things like everyday moments. Mm. And that's where I think like the practice comes in of Katona and like the theory Mm. behind it. Because for me, it's when I'm doing the practices and showing up and like writing down these things that I'm grateful for. And it's like, yeah, I'm driving my car and like someone cuts me off or something happens and I'm like, oh, I remember a time that I did that to someone else and I didn't mean to do it. What? Like, <laughs> yeah. Who like, is who this person? <laughs> who is this person? Normally, I'd be like yelling at them, like, "What the hell?" Yeah. And so isn't it funny to think of like flicking people off in oh. traffic? <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. I love watching people get so bad out of shape. Like, wow. Oh, people get so mad, and I'm like, "Oh man, you." Not to say, here's the thing. It's like, yeah, we all get pissed off. We do. Yeah. It, but it's like in certain situations anymore. It's like I can't even imagine like being to the point where I'm like, fuck you, mm-hmm. you know, like on mm-hmm. the road. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like comical. And also like, you don't know. Everybody's going through shit, yeah. going through shit. Yeah. And so it's been cool to see. I'm more compassionate with myself and that allows me to be more compassionate to others because I'm like, I see something that they did and normally I would like be triggered by it. And I'm like, mm. Oh, I think I've probably done that to someone else. Well, it's like they're not taking it personally. It's like you feel like this, like they're against you. It's like they're a stranger. They don't even know you. Like how are you going to take it personally? Right, right. Well, it's easy to take it personally. Yeah. And it's that easy to not, you know? Yeah. It's just as easy. Yeah. So it's been cool. That's funny. I want to know your guys. Wait, what's your post-it? What's on your imaginary post-it? My imaginary post-it. What would be the one thing you have to see right now? Um, you're enough. I love that. That's a hard yeah. question. It is. <laughs> yeah. To narrow it down to one. And yeah. I'm like <laughs> trying to look at the thing. Like I'm trying to figure out what well, cause I see every single it's day. It's like and me I'm like, with my tattoos. Like I've tattooed a bunch of mantras on me and I'll <laughs> see it. I'm like, somebody's like, what does that say? I'm like, well, hold on. Um, <laughs> You know, it's like you forget because it's like, okay, then that's why I love the practice because it gets you off autopilot. Mm. It's like constantly switching Mm -hmm. what you're doing, never to like stay stuck in that same trap. Yeah. That's one thing I do like to do is switch out my post-its, like which one's Mm. on my mirror at the time. Yeah. Uh. Because otherwise you just, you see them, but you're not seeing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to (laughs) know... Mm, I'll ask you first. What are your three things from today that you're grateful for? Three things today. I'm so grateful for you doing this podcast with us. Well, I'm grateful for you in a million ways. (laughs) But um, I'm turning red right now. No, um, you've like changed my life for sure. So I'm incredibly thankful to you. And 
I couldn't even imagine like where I would be because literally I was looking at becoming a travel nurse and like I was ready to ditch this mm. freaking town. And then you announced that you're doing your teacher training and I was like, fuck, I said I was going to do that <laughs> when she released the next one. And I was like, okay, I'll stay for the teacher training, oh, man, but then amazing. I'm leaving. And mm. it's like, now I'm not leaving. And so, yeah, I'm incredibly grateful for all of that. Um, well, okay. but grateful I can't for- even talk on that right now, but <laughs> thank you. No, I'm really grateful for this podcast today because this has been my favorite part of my day for sure. And what else am I grateful for today? I'm grateful for, I'm like going to get choked mm, up today. Is I see it. it. <laughs> I see it too. I was like, don't worry people. She's thinking <laughs> something's coming out thinking. and it's special. I'm so grateful. I know that um, I struggle sometimes with still being a nurse because I don't know that that's what I feel called to do. Um, but I'm really grateful for my patients and mm. the... Man, like cancer fucking sucks. (laughs) And to see the, I was in an area today that I dealt with a lot of cancer and to see the kids like, Mm. fuck, like they're so resilient and they're so strong. And I'm just like, man, how do you do that? Um, So I'm grateful for them like showing me that, yeah, that like life, don't take it for granted. Um, so I'm really thankful for them today and then I'm so thankful for the like blue skies that we had today it was like the sunshine changes me and it Ohio you know can be hard Um, I'm convinced we have more gray (laughs) days than Seattle yeah I was just out in Seattle I'm like I believe it yeah yeah today today was was beautiful today was beautiful yeah so those are my three things. Those are good uh, three. I know. Those are good what three. Are so we good. work together What's your today? fourth one again yeah. that you always say? Um, endless possibilities. Mm. That's a good one. We work together today, and that always doesn't happen. Yeah. So that was cool. My three. Health. So a couple of my family members aren't. Mm. healthy right now so that's I'm all I'm it's just been the last few days like wow I'm really thankful for my health and my able body to move and to breathe without support and yeah for my health and then um I felt a lot of support today from a lot of different people, you two included. I've just felt like I've been getting virtual hugs all day and mm. I didn't know I needed it. So that feels good. Yeah. And endless possibilities is a good one. I'm going to have to add that to my fourth one. My third one, this like room. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We knew it would be an emotional podcast. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah, this room changed me, so. I'm grateful for who I was when I walked in, and then I'm also grateful for who I 
was like when I finished all of it and who and who I am like I'm I like stand a little taller mm. I can like hold my head high every time I walk out of this space even on a crappy day so that's pretty cool so I knew it was going to be emotional today especially because with schedules and stuff I haven't been able to be here as much so yeah. when I am here it's like no time has passed and I still feel as empowered as ever and inspired and enough. Oh, God. You okay, your turn. <laughs> you you got to do three. Do you want to know my three things? Yeah, I, I want to know your three things. I love this because I don't do this enough. It's funny. Like, I really don't do this enough, and I've it's been, like, showing up to me more and more, like gratitude list gratitude list and then I like tell myself I'm gonna do it and I'm just gonna be honest I really don't even though like I always have like a feeling of you know yeah I have to write it down yeah I have I'm, to. I'm gonna start doing this so I love this today um me and my mom we she came to German Village and we went on a walk in the mm. park and it was like mm. sunny and we just sat for a little bit and talked about some like you know there's people in my family that aren't doing well and just like you know, just being able to like sit there with her because as much as like, it's funny, me and my mom are so similar. We have the same name, Josephine. Uh, it, it's like, we're like so similar, but those are the people that can actually drive you crazy too, yeah, you know? So it's sure. like me and my mom, it's like, we're like, you know, we can get into <laughs> it, but then we can also like have the best time ever. And it was one of those days that like reminded mm. me like when she's gone, like that's going to just fuck me up so bad that like just like appreciating the little things like going on a short walk mm. in the park with my mom when it's sunny you know yeah. that um honestly there's some people in my life and I'm not going to say who but you know even just these like little texts like you were saying a virtual hug right like these little things that we think aren't a lot they mm. like go such a long way so I got like a really amazing text from somebody actually just before I got in here and I was like okay like simple words mm. mm -hmm. yeah. that you know oftentimes you think about somebody and you just don't say it and I'm thinking more and more lately is like say it even if it's you know short and sweet whatever you never know like when a person needs to hear it mm. yeah that um and also just my strength for being able to to push through the odds of like leading teacher trainings you know it like <laughs> that that was my why that was like when I first did a training in Costa Rica mm. I saw a past being a teacher I got I got back and I was like okay so I'm gonna lead this 200 hour teacher training <laughs> but I was still terrified to teach a class I'm like okay rein it in like <laughs> But I just knew that, like, that I, yeah. I needed and wanted to hold space for people to experience what I experienced in a way that I could translate that. Yeah. So just having you guys here tonight, both of you going through different ones of my training and, mm -hmm. like, seeing... Because I never think, like, when you guys are like, oh, I'm so thankful for you and you changed my life. Like, I'm sitting here like, yeah, but you changed your life. You know what I mean? Like, you guys did the work. And so... I do stay quiet in that sense of like, it wasn't me. Like mm -hmm. I never think like, okay, I just saved 20 people's lives this time. You know, it's like, no, yeah. it's just like this work works, you know, yeah, and I'm works. able to like be like a conduit for it. Yeah. 
and just sit back and be like, wow, like everybody's doing their own work. Mm -hmm. And that to me is like why I do what I do. It's why I show up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are good three things. They are. That was a long, <laughs> that was a long, <laughs> things, but yeah, it's just so, it's so special to like have this time with you guys. Um, it's so special to like see the growth from you guys just in starting the podcast, you know, mm -hmm. like where it's was to where it is now. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Who do you guys want as your, not necessarily want, but who do you feel like your audience is? Yeah, that's been something we've been curious about. Um, <laughs> we have been curious about it. So I think right now our audience is like local Columbus people. Um, and so that's kind of what we've been talking about. We want to expand. So how do we expand our audience? Mm. Um, and I think that that's something we'll have to learn um, through Mr. Google. Um, just like exploring that realm of growing a podcast and how that happens. I think we're ready for that. Uh, yeah, I think we're ready to grow it. We've kind of like nurtured her and have learned a lot, like aches and pains along the way. And now we're kind of ready to see it go bigger. So what does that look like? How do we get there? Yeah, because I think that our audience... For me, our audience, I want anyone who's conscious and curious. Yeah. Um, and doing these podcasts and talking to, I think it was really eye-opening to me. We interviewed people like Diana from Fine Feather and Kim from Ebb and Flow, and they both hold community events in their space. Mm -hmm. And to like see that outreach and to hear, um, it was similar that when Diana was saying from Fine Feather that like she didn't have a space to go where people were like like-minded or th like thought like her, saw things the way that she saw them. I think when you're coming into a way of thinking that is new or different, it can feel really scary and really alone. Mm. And so I want to be for those people. I want anyone who feels that way to find my podcast, find our podcast. Which is why we try to interview as many different types of people as we possibly can. Yeah. And that's and that's cool to see that because you guys do have a wide range. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you're not just, you have interviewed a lot of female entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. business yep. owners, but mm -hmm. you've also interviewed male doctors. Mm -hmm. So, And it's funny, like everyone struggles with similar things. So... And that was like our, when we first <laughs> went to Armchair Expert from Dax Shepard, I was like, yeah, he's interviewing celebrities and we can relate to them, even though our lifestyles are probably nothing mm -hmm. like theirs. And I was like, what's to say that like people can't relate to the ordinary everyday people in their lives? And so... Yeah, one of our names that we also thought about was like the extraordinary ordinary. Mm, mm -hmm. And I don't ever want to like call someone. Mm. I think we like kind of dished that because like I don't want to ever call someone what ordinary, ordinary and yeah. like make them feel like they're not special. Extraordinary, yeah. Because I think that everyone is right. extraordinary. And but 
that's where it like stemmed from was mm-hmm. the extraordinary ordinary because we're not interviewing um yet <laughs> we were interviewing <laughs> we celebrities yeah um but yeah you know someday maybe we will be I have yeah now I have a big question for you guys <gasps> can I do like the rapid fire question thing yeah. yeah okay Oh, they're they're your rapid fire or our rapid fire? Oh, do you have rapid fires? Yeah, but I kind of want to know what yours are. Yeah, you go ahead. I'm just going to do mine. Yeah, do yours. What celebrity would you want on the podcast? I want to interview Brene Brown so bad I can, like, see it. Mm. And I want to talk about all things vulnerability and all of that. Yeah, Yeah. she's definitely on the top of our list. Um. I've always wanted to interview Dax Shepard and yeah, Kristen Bell. Like, our, like I want to do both of them together. He, yeah, full, full like circle. he's the reason that we yeah thought of this. It, yeah, for sure. That would be yeah. full circle. Favorite person to follow on Instagram? Who right now? Besides me, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Simi, for me, 100. percent I like seeing videos let's of her t- Let's say her last Yeah, name. Simi Bodich. Bodich, I, yeah. Simi Bodich, for sure. Her movement program yeah, is... Yeah, we're really excited about her movement program. Lighting me up right now. Are you guys tied for Simi? Yeah, I really like... I also Simi. don't follow it. Yeah, she yeah. Ha- she probably has a much... I'll say someone different just so people can look them up. Yes. Um, I love relationships and all things relationships. <laughs> So Mark Groves is one of my favorite people and he talks about relationships and he makes me see my own shit and I love it. These are all going to be in the show notes. These yeah. will okay, all cool. be in the show notes. Cause I don't know who this person is. <gasps> He's Stop amazing. It. His daily, the quotes that he posts. Ugh. I need to follow real yeah. good. He does, um, like some solo episodes on, he's a podcaster too. Um, and he does some solo episodes that just, Really mm. get you. I'm sure I'll love it. Yeah. Um, where do you want to travel to next besides where you're moving? Mm. So we have a, like, uh, does it have to be planned or can it be unplanned? Oh, anything. We planned a trip to Banff. Yeah. Oh, the We're two taking of you. a girl's trip and two of our other friends. And to experience the mountains with three other girlfriends that also can appreciate the humbling feeling that the mountains give you, I think will be a trip of a lifetime. So I'm super stoked about that. Yeah. I think it's super meaningful to us because our other friend, Megan, who's going with us, moved away and um, Megan and Eric are getting ready to move away. So I think it, it just feels really nice that we're like doing something all together. Um, So yeah, Banff is really exciting. Um, yeah, and that was like my 30th birthday trip. So she's like, Megan's like, where do you want to go if you could go anywhere? And I was like, I want to go to Banff. That sounds amazing. So we booked it. <laughs> so excited. So you're getting a higher vision at the mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Sunrise or sunset? Totally sunrise. I did know that. Sunrise? Yeah. Sunrise, for sure. I want to know... What is something you've gotten rid of in the past year that's mm. like been the best? I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff. 
Um, I've moved like 10 times in the last 10 years. And so stuff, I don't have an, an attachment to things and I love getting rid of things. So Mm. I've gotten a lot of clutter out of my apartment and it feels good to be like very minimalistic in that way of getting rid of things. There's still more things I want to get rid of in my apartment. Hmm. What have I gotten rid of? And that could be like an old yeah, ha- bad yeah, habit. Or yeah. You finally, you know. Yeah, I, I still have all my bad habits, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have gotten rid of what I thought marriage was supposed to look like. Mm. And I have fully embraced the messy, sometimes ugly aspects that it really is. Well, isn't that life? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's everything. The way That's, we do one thing so is the way we do That's everything. True. That's true. It's been very Because it can't liberating. feel good all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that. Okay, I want to say, because it's like Columbus, right? Yeah. So, favorite place to go in Columbus? Mm. Um... There's so many. Depends mm. on what time of day it is. You know, I need more things. But I'll just give you an answer. Um, Cherbourg is like one of my favorite places to just like go to. And ha- like I'm gluten free. So to have a gluten free like bakery item, I just love it so much. And then we interviewed Jerry, the owner, and to hear like the background story just like makes it so mm. much more wholesome and just a lovely place. Is that episode out? Not yet, but okay. it will be soon. Oh, I'm gonna listen to that. Yeah. yeah. She sent, Allison sent me a Instagram story. So they're making scones now. Of gluten-free scones and my life has officially changed. <laughs> you like scones? Is that like one of your favorite? Oh. What? <laughs> the Butcher's Daughter in New York, they have one in LA now, um, yeah. or I don't know where else they are, but they have the best gluten-free scones mm. and it's dangerous. Yeah. But like she only has them on Wednesdays. That's great. I only have them on Wednesdays. <laughs> all the time. I haven't had one yet, but I'm going to go soon and get one. Yeah. Favorite place in Columbus to go? Well, it changes all the time. Right now, I would say since the weather's been nicer and Eric's schedule's been less daunting we have this little loop of walk that we would do around our house that we walk the dog so it's been just more of this like every weekend we do the same walk and see how it's changed from like fall to winter and now it's changing so it's by campus I'm not telling where it is because I don't want to know it's just like a little loop by campus that we go to but I like look forward to it Mm. And it's been my little like gem of Columbus recently. I could go on to restaurants for hours. Yeah. Right. But that has been like, and I think especially since we know we're leaving, everything looks a little better recently. We're like, oh yeah, Colum- you know, the sky isn't so great today. It's yeah. okay. Like we know we're leaving. We're appreciating every last like minute here. So that's been fun. Last thing I'm going to have you guys do. Mm-hmm. It's a very teacher training kind of thing. But I want you guys to tell each other. <sighs> Sneaky. Like the the biggest strength that you see in the other person. Yeah. Allison, you go first. Okay. 
Um, I feel like I've seen you like grow so much through this podcast. Mm. Oh man. <laughs> like I, I have to like face her. I can't I be This is full on teacher training. We've done this. But you guys weren't in training together. We weren't in training together, which I think was a good thing. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Because we would have not done anything else but talk. Yeah. I'm really, I hate being, like, put on the spot with answers, and that's my, like, emotional authority that I, like, take time to think about things, which is a curse and a blessing at the same time. Um, (laughs) But I think that you're, like, especially learning that you're a projector and being able to see that you're like picking up on all of these people's energies. And I feel like during our podcast, like you just light up and like you're able to like make the guests feel like extremely comfortable because you're just like comfortable in your own skin. And you're like, um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like you're just someone who's like, very easily pulling energy out of people and that's honestly like what you've done for me like because I'm someone who's like a much more like reserved quieter person but when I'm with you like I'm obviously not that person (laughs) I don't think I could let you um and so like I think it's really cool that you just have this like and even though they say like I just feel like you have like this aura that's like pulling these like really great things like you bring like the greatest things like out of people um, and in our podcast and just like making them feel safe and comfortable and like they're in our home. I don't know. Mm, thank you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> just so everyone knows we're like facing each other. Yes. It's a thing. It's like eye um, gazing. Yeah. I could think of so many ways that you have contributed to this podcast and reasons that I love you. But specifically re- related to this, Allison is the backbone of most of the podcast she does the scheduling she reaches out to people you are this like organized person that makes me I don't think any of these interviews would happen without you reaching out to these people and just offering them you have this like amazing way about you the way you talk about the podcast I like look at you and I'm like damn I wish I could explain it like that like the way that you articulate what we're doing and why we're doing it is inspiring and it's like yeah I feed off of your energy because I love this but the energy that you have makes me love it even more because doing this without you like wouldn't feel the same yeah I think the reason that we both love doing this so much is because we love every little detail like even leading up like writing the questions together like I think this has brought us so close and given us a better relationship because we're learning more about each other and like I I think you're able to pull out a side of me that I don't think other people can I would not be one to just ask people all of these questions but the way that you help me do it it gives me confidence so you say that I'm confident but I also know that it's you helping me feel that way you're so organized when it comes to this that I like I need that in my life. Like, I need you to be like, okay, Megan, we've got to be here at 9 o'clock. And, like, that to me feels, like, nurturing and comforting and, like, you've got my back no matter what. And so, like, when it comes to the podcast and you asking people, you always have these, like, bright ideas and you just, like, make it happen. And so I think if I just were to wrap that all up in one thing, it's, like, you make this happen in a way that feels natural and not scary and like I'm just doing a really fun thing with my best friend. Yeah. 
And that's been like the best part of this whole thing is that we just are best friends and we really <laughs> like talking to people. We do, we do. I wish you guys could see, the listeners could see their faces right now. It's amazing. Like these two are two of the kindest, <laughs> genuine souls. I'm telling you what. Mm. And it like shows on your face and it shows in the actions that you do and everything that you do. So... Um, Honestly, you guys, thank you for trusting me enough to take my teacher training. You know what I'm saying? Like, we wouldn't yeah. all be here right now no, if it wasn't for that. Um, you guys would be doing your podcast, but um, we wouldn't be in this space doing mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing to see and, like, to see the love that you guys have for each other. And, like, your guys, like, you guys are each other's hype men, you know? Yeah. Like, I always, it's, it's amazing. Like, <laughs> so... Thank you. Yeah, thank you so this much. This has been fun. Thank you it's for having so me. So <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are just so thankful to be back and recording with you no matter what it looks like. If it's Zoom, in person, whatever, we're just so thankful to be here. And we are so thankful for you guys as our listeners. And... Um, we hope that if you enjoyed this episode, maybe it brought you um, a sense of peace, maybe a sense of curiosity for your own why. We just hope that, um, yeah, it brings you a sense of whatever you need today. Absolutely. And we just ask for you guys' patience as we work through this. We're going to try to continue to do interviews through Zoom and see how we can bring these conversations with people around Columbus to you guys and continue to do that, even if that means um, conversations with people on how we can get through this together, different techniques that they're using, all of the things. I really enjoyed this conversation with Josie. And like I said, it brought me back to my center. And so I hope that it enlightens you like Allison said as well please share it with a friend definitely keep an eye out for us on Instagram we're still active there trying to do as much as we can and we look forward to bringing you more interviews so this is definitely not it stay tuned <laughs> <laughs>